Well, maybe the first time you dropped an F-bomb in this entire show. This entire yeah, run. I'm going to cut that out. How's it going, eh? It's going pretty good. Oh, sorry about that sniff. Jeez. <laughs> I'll cut that out. And this part about talking about it. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I always cut those. As many, uh, as many uh, bodily function noises that are not talking <laughs> yeah. as I can. <laughs> yeah. 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 One of these days, there'll be like an hour episode of uh, <laughs> uncut. <laughs> That'll be the yes, yes. Uncut old man sounds that we have. <laughs> Perfect for our audience. Yes. Speaking of audiences, it's just called Two Brothers. Yeah, that is the name of the show. We really do have to do a short show this week uh, because you have to uh, pick up a girl. I have to go get little girl from Mm -hmm. school. She's just finishing her, let's see. No, she's in the middle of her second week of school Hmm. and uh, it's going really well. Nice. Uh, Let's also note the passing of Norm MacDonald, who was a a comic we both love. Very much so. And admire. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as an aficionado of stand-up comedy, he is he is easily in my top five. Uh, just I can see that. Yeah. They, I, I like a lot of comics, comics, mm-hmm. not the crowd-pleasing ones so much. And although mm-hmm. I am honest with myself about things that I find funny, I don't like Dane Cook in general. But there's a few jokes that I think are really, really good. I can enjoy a lot of jokes individually by comics that I don't mm-hmm. like. But uh, I, I found some of his stuff out of touch, maybe, or, well, in politics and strong enough, uh, unhelpful mm-hmm. <laughs> jokes, um, privileged jokes. But overall, yeah. I, I, he's brilliant, and, and he was really, really quick. And I always admire that. And, and sure. comebacks on the spot are are fantastic and i mm-hmm. zero in on those people <laughs> yeah uh, but there were there was just so much uh i i just always enjoyed seeing him appear on things because uh ever ever since seeing him on i might have seen his stand-up first before we saw him on saturday night live just from mm-hmm. i think so yeah something like sure evening at the improv or something before mm, i knew he was probably yeah yeah because I remember when he was when he was doing Weekend Update, mm-hmm. I thought, eh, I don't know if this is going to go so well <laughs> At, early on, right. you know, because it was, it, well, we saw Seth Meyers' tribute um, mm-hmm. last night, yeah. and he was talking about how he didn't care. He actually liked the idea that you could still bomb yeah. on TV, right. and, and that was one he didn't really care. He'd just keep on with, you know, his jokes would make him laugh, right. and that was good enough. It's, so <laughs> he's a little like uh, Andy Kaufman, you know. Po- well, in that sense, almost yeah. post stand-up or, mm. or a postmodern approach to comedy. Uh, that he he, <laughs> he was happy to be an observer of the phenomenon, even of his own bombing. Mm-hmm. He, like he thought that was funny or yeah. or uh, amusing anyway. Yeah. So it's. It, it seemed to me that he wasn't a person who desperately needed laughs. Like a lot of comics are driven by the, the audience's reactions mm. to their jokes. The, yeah. 
like getting laughs from an audience is their heroine. Right. They, and they would be maybe depressed if they had a, a, a show that bombed. Uh, devastated. Not just yeah. depressed. That, yeah, they, they hate it. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nightmare for most comics. And rightly, yeah. st- like I understand it. If you're playing a show, if you're doing a performance, and it doesn't go well, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's traumatic. But I think Norm was... Yes, I know. I, <laughs> we both... As yes, having been on stage. We have both had, yes, uh, more than a taste of it. Having, Why having am performed. I still talking while I'm still talking? <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, obviously Norm was, was uh, somewhat above that. It's not that he didn't enjoy the rush of performance, but mm-hmm. it was more than that. And, and I think... His appreciation, maybe, of of comedy as a a concept uh, was yeah. was greater than just his own performance level. That's uh, yeah. that, that's so rare and and strange and amazing. I I always wanted more of it. Yeah, I, I like his specials. I mm-hmm. you know, it's like maybe I'll check out this newest special. I'll check. I'll I'll watch a little bit of it, and then ha ha! Yeah. I have to watch the whole thing. Oh yeah. The le- the last one, uh, Hitler's dog, right? Yeah, and something else. It was a it was a longer title than that, I think. There was more than one Reddit thread about it, and one of the things that I saw was somebody said that they were at a show that Norm uh, performed at, and he ended his set with, Are "There any cat owners out there?" And then a few people went, "Woo!" or raised their hand or clapped or something. And he went, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you're weird, huh?" And then walked <laughs> off. <laughs> How he closed the set. <laughs> so willing to play with the form, and and I think maybe mm-hmm. even bored by the tropes, right? Of of everything, Probably. of every every yeah. convention he he wanted to challenge and and was suspicious of, I guess, or thought was was tedious. When you mm-hmm. see him on talk shows, he he doesn't do anything he's supposed to do. Right. Like he doesn't <laughs> like that there are these, these rules. I don't want to call him a rule breaker. I think he, it was more than that, though. It wasn't just that he wanted to break the rules. It's that he wanted to understand, like he wanted everyone to understand that these are arbitrary rules. Like, these, like why are we following yeah. these rules? And, yeah. and it's, uh, what, you know, why do I have to follow these rules? What happens if I don't? <laughs> and then he does. <laughs> you can see the wheels in motion. It seems like a lot of times he's not looking at the host, mm-hmm. for example, a lot of the time. He's just kind of, you know, scanning around. Right. Yeah. I don't think he's looking at the audience. I think he's thinking about what is happening. Not what I he's agree. going to say, necessarily. No. But what's, what is the situation and why is this weird? <laughs> yeah. But uh, what's the movie going to be called? I know what it's going to be called. Yeah, what's that? (laughs) If it's got Carrot Top in it, you know what a good name for it would be? What's that, Norm? Box Office Poison. (laughs) Give it a She's in it. What about my career? Courtney Thorne Smith, the girl sitting to your left, is in the movie. I'm going to go see it for (laughs) Courtney. No, I love this girl. I would see any movie with this girl in it. She's a beautiful lady and, and a talented, nice talk show guest. Okay. 
as evidenced by her appearance on our rival show. <laughs> All right, well, there's this two-hour season finale of Melrose Place. There's this movie coming out. Yes. Title undetermined at this point. Chairman of the board. Oh. All right. Do something with that, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet the board is spelled B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately he was so yeah. ready like he yeah. set him up and conan didn't even recognize uh, it took me a while to figure out what was going on <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, i was, was in great. a mode though i was i was like ready yeah. for that <laughs> he'll always remain one of the giants yes i think that's right gold standard and mm -hmm. will remain the gold standard yeah. Not everybody is on board, I think, with comics, comics. <laughs> we know it's good. We do. And uh, yes, we, we, we love Norm MacDonald, and I'm sad that, and, and sorry, he's gone. Fuck cancer. <sighs> you got a music share. I have a music share, indeed. Every once in a while, Bad Religion is one of the bands that ice picks into my brain and and I think I got to hear a bad religion song. It'll usually be a particular song that I want to hear again. And then I will go on a tear of marathoning bad religion albums. Huh. The devil you say. <laughs> you dirty dog. <laughs> yeah. I said you dirty dog. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But I, I I love them. I cannot get enough of them. They echo and pacify my anger at the state of society. I have been a fan of theirs since the 90s, I want to say. I'm sad that it wasn't the 80s, but yeah, they're part of that second wave of, of LA punk uh, after X and Minor Thread and uh, Black Flag. And some of those got mm -hmm. really going. And one of their hallmarks is very fast and very short songs. And then... Yeah, this one's only like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then on the other side, lovely harmony vocals and extremely wordy lyrics, extremely uh, ostentatious or, or, or verbose lyrics. They, they are very vociferous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Greg Graffin and Brett Gerowitz wrote the majority of all of their songs and both are intellectuals of a sort. Uh, Greg is an academic uh, with a PhD in evolution and something. Uh, I can't remember now. Uh, but he taught at UCLA uh, for a while uh, after he finished his doctorate and has inculcated his songs with stuff from his work and from his readings. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, Inculcated with stuff. Is a, is a nice juxtaposition. Of. <laughs> That's the kind of thing. Uh, this song is the one that I've kept repeating the last couple of days, um, just over and over and over again. And I enjoy... This song is... It, it's called Recipe for Hate, <laughs> which is the title of uh, a, their 93, did I say? Or did you say? Yeah, 93. 1993 mm -hmm. yep. album, eponymous track.
it reflects my own anger, Greg's anger, certainly. Um, I can't remember who, if both of them or one of them wrote it, but, but uh, d his delivery, Greg, the singer, uh, his delivery is uh, unfailingly outraged and, <laughs> and uh, forceful. Indeed. Yeah, it's one of the few punk songs I, I'll say I enjoy. Mm -hmm. I don't like many, but when I do, <laughs> yeah. that's a good one. Right. They come under criticism for uh, all of their albums being kind of the same. Uh, but mm. I think they're another in the pantheon for me who uh, I, I don't mind that. They're a band that I want more of that thing they do. Not, yeah. not that uh, I want to see them just keep evolving continually. It's not. It's not necessary to the music or the message, I think. And, and uh, I think there are several bands who refine the same kind of song or sound as they go along, but keep, keep the same feel to it. I, I think that's fine. A Bach, I think, was another one in the same vein. A Bach what? Bach. Johann Sebastian Bach. Oh. I think I said Bach uh, was. Bach, you did, yes. <laughs> Bach was. All right. Well. I need to split because little girl will be waiting for me. And I don't want a preschooler <laughs> waiting out there for me, which is to say that it just makes the teachers wait uh, yes. until all the kids get picked up. So I don't <laughs> want to cause them any grief. I wish we could insert a clip of Bart waiting for Homer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a <laughs> the, uh, the enragement. <laughs> indeed. Well, if you're enraged, you can send us an email and you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. Yeah. Twitter is a place for rage in general, but if you want to avoid that, you can send us a tweet at IJC2B and we'll do two more shows. We got two more shows in the regular run. Can you believe it? When you say Wait, two more. This is one of them. Oh my God. We, we got to do something, uh, something wild for the last show. <laughs>